This week we begin the new Chumash, the Chumash of Vayikra the third Chumash of the Torah. The Chumash of Vayikra is called the book of Karbanes, Sefer HaKarbanes, because um, that's a very major theme, especially in the first couple of Parshias, um, where it discusses all the different types of Karbanes, sacrifices that were brought in the Mishkan and later in the Beis HaMikdash. There is an interesting custom, and that is that when a child starts learning Chumash for the very first time, They'll start with a couple of verses, at least, of this Chumash, the beginning of Vayikra, um, the beginning of the laws of Karbanes, of sacrifices. The Medrash says, Yavayu tahirim v'yisasku im tahirim. Let the pure ones come, the child, the children who are so pure, and let their first involvement in Torah study be with the purity of Karbanes, of sacrifices. But we have to ask, why? What's that relationship? What's the relationship of the child, children, and karbanes, sacrifices, and why are they called pure? The purity of the child and the purity of karbanes. What's the deeper meaning and message and lesson for us here? That there's this purity of children that's related to the purity of karbanes, of sacrifices. And the Rebbe gives us a very beautiful insight into how karbanes work altogether, um, and, and which, we'll, which we'll explain this as well. Karbanes are really all about atonement. They bring atonement, um, and the word karban comes from the word kiruv, which is closeness. That the karban reveals that closeness, inner closeness that there is between Hashem and His people, between a person and Hashem, um, which brings and which, uh, which allows for atonement for various types of sins. How does this work? Why does atonement really work? And to explain it, we'll use an analogy of the love between a parent and a child. A child is born little baby, the parents love the child, love them, love the child with all their heart. Why? Um, what did the child do to deserve this love or earn this love? And the answer, of course, is nothing. The love of a parent to a child is not, doesn't have to be earned and doesn't have to be deserved. It's an essential, natural love that a parent has for their child that's unconditional and above and beyond any earning or deserving. <clears throat> The child gets older, and suddenly the parent is requesting from the child various things and again, rules and regulations. And then the child sometimes messes up and goes against the parent's wishes and goes against the rules, might even hurt the parents. And suddenly there's this barrier. Suddenly there's upsetness and there's anger between the parent and the child. How are they going to get over it? How is the parent going to once again allow for forgiveness, atonement, and to once again feel that, that wholesome, wonderful, loving relationship? And the answer is that the parent has to stop and remember why they love this child. And remember the love that they had for the child when the child was in the crib, when the child was a baby, which was unearned and undeserving. And the parent must remember that their love for their child is not based on rules. It was never about, did the child perform, did the child earn, did the child deserve? It was a much deeper love than that. And when that love is reawakened, when that love is remembered, is brought to the fore, that allows to be able to make up and to be able to make amends and be able to offer forgiveness and atonement because we recognize and we realize and we feel that our relationship is much deeper than the need to be earned and deserved based on various things that the child may have done. And the very same is with Hashem and the Jewish people. The Pasuk says, Kinar Yisrael v'ayhaveyu, Hashem says, I love my people like a, little ba- like a little baby, like a child. Meaning Hashem is saying that our love and our relationship is not based on one rule or the other. It's not based on something that we had to do to deserve it or earn it. It's based on the very basic natural love of a parent to a child.
And yet there are mitzvahs and therefore there's rules and there's regulations. And yes, sometimes people mess up and there's upsetness and therefore there has to be a level of atonement. But how? Through digging deeper and finding that that relationship was never based on a rule, it was never based on being earned or deserved. And that's what the carbon is. The word carbon means kariv, kiruv, the ultimate closeness. We, we focus on that closeness that we have with Hashem that therefore allows for tshuva and atonement to take place. And that's really what the, car- that's what the carbon is all about. It's interesting that the first time we learn about the purity of karbanis is in the story of Noach. When Noach brings the animals to the, to the teva, to the ark, and it says that from the pure animals, he brought more, about seven, because they were for karbanis. So karbanis was connected with purity even before the Torah was given. And it's not even before the Torah was given. To the contrary, the whole point of karbanis is that it's there, it, re- it represents and reflects that closeness that we have even before the rules. Even before the commandments, it's a closeness of a parent to a child. And this, therefore, is what it means when we say, let the children who are pure come and connect and study the karbanis that are pure. Both of them represent and reflect the purity of our relationship, the essence of our relationship with Hashem. That kiru, that, kar, that, that closeness that we have that's above and beyond anything else, which therefore allows for making up for and atoning when things get in the way as well. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you.